It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Cats, Cats at Night, we're back. And uh, the market, the market went up 600 points today. What is that telling us? And with us today is one of the uh, country's top economists we have with us, Steve Forbes. Uh, Steve, how are you today? I'm doing very well, John, and yourself? I, I am well. I mean, I noticed the market went up 600 points. Is the market telling us that the Ukraine-Russia thing is going to be all over sooner or later? Well, I think the emphasis is on later. I don't think Vladimir Putin is going to uh, be giving up anytime soon. Unfortunately, especially after Joe Biden did not uh, follow through on delivering those MiG-29s to uh, the Ukrainians from Poland, I think uh, uh, Putin believes that uh, if he sticks to it and keeps up his barbaric behavior, he'll eventually have the U.S. and Europe back down. I think uh, Putin is mistaken. But I don't think uh, this is going to end uh, anytime soon unless you either have a collapse of the Russian army or the overthrow of Putin. We, we should keep feeding the Ukraine as many guns, as many uh, uh, anti-tank uh, things as possible. And uh, I had General Keene on last week, uh, uh, Steve, and he can't believe how bad the Russian army is. What say you? It has uh, been an astonishingly bad performance. And it gets to the corruption in the Russian government. Uh, they have the kleptocrats at the top, the oligarchs, but also permeated it was in the military. Uh, you had the defense uh, minister with an $18 million mansion, others who were doing government contracts, getting uh, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in payoffs. And as somebody said, you can either be stealing or building a proper military. They're too busy stealing. And the corruption led to the rot in the Russian army. You know, Steve, I, I, I say that, uh, and I'm going to ask Gordon Chang, who's in the, uh, uh, in the studio with us, too. I, I think those generals lied to Putin. Putin didn't realize that they didn't have a capable army. What say you? I think that uh, the uh, uh, Putin, the generals told him what Putin wanted to hear. And unfortunately, Putin had isolated himself so much that he didn't have uh, contrary sources of information. Usually a smart leader, especially if he or she's a dictator, wants to make sure they're getting real information and not just toadies giving them uh, what the toadies think the boss wants. Gordon Chang, what do you think? What is really surprising, John, is that you have even Western intelligence agencies generally agreeing that Russian armor would overtake the Ukraine and exit within 15 days. 21 or so, and uh, this is far from over. That's not to say that Ukraine will win, but it is to say that a lot of people, including people in the United States, just got this entirely wrong. Steve Forbes, I think we can confidently say that if Russia were to take Ukraine, they can't certainly keep it. What do you think? No, they won't be able to keep it, but I think the Ukrainian forces have uh, demonstrated that if properly armed and given what they need... As John said, both uh, in the air and uh, with anti-tank uh, missiles and the like and anti-aircraft uh, missiles, uh, they could actually win this thing. Uh, the Russian army, I think, is uh, at a breaking point, and the key, that's why they're resorting to the bombardments of the cities. That's why you're hearing noises about using chemical weapons, especially chlorine. Uh, they're the, the Russian army did not have the fighting capabilities that it once had. 
Well, also, uh, what's happening uh, if, if Gordon, if the Chinese were going against the Russians on the Mongol- Mongolian front, I don't, I don't think the Russians have any troops there. No, they don't. Uh, matter of fact, the whole area is is sparse of people. The only people who are in the Russian Far East, there's about five to seven million Russians. The rest of them are Chinese um, because Chinese have crossed the border and they have started settling. And they start to think that this is part of China now, which, of course, Russia doesn't like. But Russia really at this point doesn't have an alternative because they do need people in the Russian Far East and Russians don't want to go there. Is that like saying the, we're going to send you to Siberia? <laughs> yeah, and and, and, the, and the Chinese raise their hand and say, yes, please. Uh, Steve, there's yeah, another and this issue. Is, and this is, one of the, this is one of the crazy things. That even though Putin's got uh, 6,000 nuclear weapons, uh, he is making Russia a vassal state, a subservient state to Beijing. And I don't think the Russian people are going to like that. My personal opinion, and you guys can challenge me, my personal opinion is Putin would rather be partners with the European community and America than being partners with the Chinese. That's got a funny way of showing it, John. No, but I I think nobody handled it. We didn't handle it right. We haven't handled anything right. That's the problem. There's no leadership here in America anymore. Any opinion on that, Gordon? Um, I think, yes, Putin is probably culturally closer to Europeans and to Americans. But right now, his view is uh, very close to Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler. And so it's a temporary uh, position. But nonetheless, it's very close right now between Moscow and Beijing. And I don't think the United States can really separate them now because they both identify the U.S. as their primary adversary. And in the case of China, they really view us as an enemy because they talk about people's war against America that's a clear indication of what they think. Putin also shares that view. Yes. Steve Forbes, Putin, uh, the and, economy. And Putin thought, Raskin, Putin Raskin. thought that by taking Europe, by taking Ukraine, he could then use that as a base to bust up NATO and become the dominant power in Europe. Well, I mean, was Germany, Germany was good friends with him. Uh, Turkey is uh, good friends with him. Uh, what percentage of, between Turkey and Germany uh, is, is that of NATO? Well, I think uh, Germany's decisively turned against Russia. It's amazing how Merkel, the previous chancellor, her reputation has fallen. She was a very great appeaser. She spoke Russian fluently, talked to Putin often. But her successor, who comes from the Socialist Party, is now uh, making a massive increase in spending. Public opinions turn very sharply. They suddenly realize uh, Russia is not their friend. And their uh, Putin, uh, I don't think, anticipated that Germany is now on a major rearmament program for the first time since the Cold War. Uh, First quarter, I think American corporations are going to make a ton of money because they're raising prices uh, like heck because they want to outpace uh, what the uh, inflation is. What say you, uh, Steve Forbes? Uh, I think some of the profits are going to be good, but what you're also going to find, uh, not in the first quarter, then certainly in the second, it's nice when the revenues go up, but your costs are going up as well. Absolutely. And I think the margins will be shrinking. Steve Forbes, thank you for coming on, and thank you for uh, doing Great what you honor. do for thank America. You. And uh, Judge Weinberg, uh, Craig Eaton, uh, Gordon Chang, uh, thank you for being in the studio with us. And, and my sidekick, 
Stop kicking me. <laughs> and we got Lydia Serrani, and may I say, uh, God bless New York, God bless America, and we have prayers for the, for you, the Ukraine.